Hey baby, welcome back to another episode of the Healed Podcast where you are celebrated and not tolerated. I'm your host, Miss Amber Kenny, and tonight, baby, we have the pleasure of talking to the CEO and founder of Noir Door Cosmetics, Miss Casey B. Baby, let me tell you a little bit about Miss Casey B. She began her career as a holistic health practitioner 16 years ago. In 2016, she made the brave decision to quit her job and pursue full-time entrepreneurship after she produced a YouTube video that would go viral of her skincare routine. From there, Miss B founded Noir Door Enterprises that houses her all-natural, cruelty-free skincare line, Noir Door Cosmetics, which I love so, so much. Noir Door promotes the overall wellness of people of color, both inside and out. She has grown her influence into mentorship of women and teens on their journey to personal fulfillment. Miss Casey B, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Hilt Podcast. I'm your host, Miss Amber Kinney, and today I have the absolute pleasure of having the amazing Casey B on with me today. You guys already heard her beautiful intro, and here's her beautiful face to match. Casey, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I am well, sis. It's so good to see you. It's good to see you, always. Always, always. <laughs> My goodness, Casey, I feel like I feel like we've known each other for like 10 years. It hasn't mm -hmm. been that long, but it feels like it I've feels like it. Yeah. I'm just, I'm so blessed to have you on the podcast today. Um, you know, this, especially what we're talking about. The name of our episode, everybody is growing and glowing. And we're going to talk to Miss Casey B about uh, growing and glowing, honey. So let's, let's jump into these questions. How, how did you conceive of the name Noir Door Cosmetics? What was your inspiration for that? Well, um, Noir Door means black gold. And so uh, I know a lot of people, some people know it, but not a lot of people, but um, yeah, black gold. And I, I just feel like that's, that explains who we are as people. We're like, we're golden, we're black, we're, you know, black gold, like royalty. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. So. Yeah, so I, when I was thinking of, I'm, I'm always thinking of doing something different. So I didn't want to just say black gold. I wanted it to be, you know, a little, you know, put a little flair, you know, make it a little special. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so I, I chose the French French word for, you know, black gold. That's how I came up with that. Wow. That's amazing. Like, to have, to have like that level of conception about the name of what you're doing is very special. Like, and it's a very special product. It's a, they are very special products. They are very special um, to me, like for sure. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. So you like, you've helped hundreds of women of color, including myself, clear their acne, their hyperpigmentation, but not only that, like restore and build our confidence and so much more. Mm -hmm. How did you get to this place? I, I understand that you had a viral moment. Yeah. You had a moment on uh, YouTube where mm -hmm. one of your videos went viral. But how viral did you go, sis? Like, were you on Black <laughs> Twitter viral? Like, what happened? No, I wasn't on Black Twitter viral. Well, I wouldn't. Honestly, I don't know. To be completely honest, <laughs> to this day, I don't know how the video 
took off. Um, mm -hmm. It was just a simple video of me showing my skincare routine. Um, I used to get on the camera and I would just show, um, you know, my skin, like I would just fresh face and show a haul of products I bought. And people were telling me my skin looks so good. Could they get a, you know, a, um, a video? And I'm like, oh, sure. You know, um, I didn't notice that it was, my skin was horrible. I didn't notice that it had gotten so good. But then when I, I did the video, people were like liking it. And to be completely honest, it was up for a while before it went viral. So I'm not sure if someone like put it on a blog or if wow. some major, you know, um, influencer or something maybe shared it or so. I, I don't know how it went viral. But, you know, after it started going viral, I had thousands of likes thousands of views, you know, hundreds of comments. And, you know, I started mentoring people at that point. And yeah, that's how it all really started. Just a simple everyday routine. Just what I do for my for my skin to clear it up and keep it clear. And mm -hmm. what was in that routine? Is this like the same stuff that you put in for Noir? <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was the first two products. It was, um, we have, we had a Coconique. I don't offer that one anymore, but um, it was, that's basically coconut oil. And I mean, it was very simple, very simple routine. And to my surprise, many people um, did not know what black soap could do for your skin. I mean, of course, you've heard of it before, right. but at the time, back then, there were not many people showing it on a grand scale, of, you know, like what it does, um, you know, making it easy to use for everyone. I think a lot of people were afraid of black soap because of wow. how strong it is. And so yeah. I'm showing them how to get around some of the issues they may have, you know, encountered or maybe they've, they've seen before. And I think the people loved it. <laughs> and so it was it was the black soap bar and uh, coconut oil. Those were the first two products. And, and of course, over the years, I just heard people's uh, solution, I mean, problems and I made a solution for it, created more products. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And honestly, like, can we talk about that for a second? In mm -hmm. entrepreneurship, like that's one of the biggest things. What problem are you solving with with your product? Right. And honey, you have solved so many problems, like <laughs> from, you know, like I was mentioning before, from acne to hyperpigmentation to self-confidence, because I yeah. know uh, with myself, I, I've had acne since I was in middle school, like early middle school, maybe even elementary school, fifth grade, something like that is when mm -hmm. it started. And I had acne. I still have acne, like, <laughs> but not nearly as much since I've been using Noir Door. Like it just... Yeah, Where are amazing. Listen, amazing. listen, <laughs> baby. And I'm telling you, like, I might yeah. get an occasional hormonal breakout, but like, yeah, absolutely. Acne, yeah. I don't know her, don't remember yeah. her, don't yeah. identify with her. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, like, I know I'm not the only person who experienced like a complete transition in the way I felt about my appearance um yeah. with with this with these products that i've had the the pleasure of using yes honey, <laughs> what yeah. i'm so glad thank you so much i mean and i can't thank you enough for being as consistent as you have been and you've been so you know you shared the products and you know so thank you so much and shared your, your experience your journey that means a lot um because that's hard to do you know when you have acne um you want to share but so thank you
Yeah. <laughs> thank you. As a matter of fact, hold on. Thank you, Simone. Let me just go ahead and show oh, yeah, my yeah. good girl out, right. Simone. Simone is the reason why. <laughs> yeah. Simone has put so many people on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so thank grateful you, honey. to my sister. Like, I'm yes. so grateful to her. And to this day, I mean, I'm she's so, so supportive. And I mean, everybody that she's introduced to me, y'all are so uh, just amazing. <laughs> amazing people. I thank God for y'all. I I don't know. I'm like, what did I do to deserve this? It's amazing. Honey, you are reaping, reaping, right? You are re <laughs> reap what we sow. And apparently you have sown some really good seeds into the world. So you are reaping your harvest of all of that, honey. Well, listen, let's talk about that viral moment. So like, yeah. do you remember what that day was like? What was you that know, day I like? It was just like... <laughs> anxiety. <laughs> it was anxiety ridden. It was, um, I, I don't remember the, the exact moment that the video went viral. Um, like I said, mm -hmm. it was up for a while and then it just kind of started. And I, right. I just remember what I really remember was having so many questions and the type of person that I am is I have to respond to everything. Yeah. Like I just have to, like, I'm, I feel so obligated i feel like it's my responsibility and i have to do it and so uh, anxiety just making sure that i was giving everyone enough uh, attention enough um, information um and then like i don't know I was, it, was, it was a lot of anxiety and to be completely honest with you um right sh shortly after that video i did a second part to it and that video was on track it was going viral as well i actually took all those videos down <laughs> It no was the anxiety because I definitely was gonna put the clip in. <laughs> <laughs> They're all on private on my YouTube channel. They're still on there. They're just private, and I just mm -mm. I, it was so much anxiety. I felt such a great sense of responsibility. Like I was like, oh, these people need me. Yeah. Oh, I have to make sure that I'm. You know, all the questions that they have, I have to make sure I have the answers to it, and I can't right. tell them the wrong thing. And so, just when it went viral, I went. Um, I won't say crazy. No, I didn't go crazy, but I was just, I was literally full of anxiety at every moment. I was just a ball of tension and, you know, probably still to this day, honestly, just knowing that people are dependent on me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I completely identify with what you're saying. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. I, yeah. I, I be feeling like that, too. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, man. That was that that moment. I, I Yeah. Just having all the questions come in. If there's a little bit of excitement, you see the numbers going up, and I, I was YouTube partner at the time, so of course, you know, you get, you know, monetization, all that stuff, but I, I mean, that none of that mattered. Everything was just like, how do I, how do I take care of all this, you know? Yeah. And, and it wasn't just the questions, it, it started to, it started, you know, well, where can I get the products? So that started a whole new journey really quickly mm -hmm. because I'm like, well, shoot. The people want the product, so I then had to quickly get into action and try to find how to create these products enough, you know, I had to do a website. All this was completely new to me as well. So, yeah. Yeah, it was just anxiety. Wow. <laughs> Full of anxiety. Mm -hmm. Now, honey, I, I completely understand. Trust me. <laughs> like, I get that. And, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Like, it is a large amount of responsibility, especially, mm -hmm. you know, with things like skincare. Yeah, yeah. Because people are particular yeah. about their skincare. Mm -hmm. yeah. And people really will come back and be like, 
you told me to do Casey said I don't want nobody coming back being like Casey told me to do this and so that's right. great I no, I and you know I just provide as much information on I created a website I did all that in what four weeks you know I was uh yeah I did and I was still working uh my job and so I was just I was just taking I was just doing it all just man I was nervous as heck but I was doing it all. yeah <laughs> doing this doing the best I could mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. what did you do prior to creating Noir Door Oh yeah, <laughs> I was uh, working at a medi spa. I was a massage therapist. So okay. yeah, mm -hmm. I uh, went to school for holistic health, and so at the time I was practicing massage, and um, of course I was going through my acne uh, breakouts and stuff like that in dark spots. So working at a medi spa, I was able to, um, you know, get a bit of the um, a feel of what how to take care of my skin right um, along with the education that I already had you know going to going to school and everything um for holistic health but I mean it's, nothing will prepare you for entrepreneurship nothing no ma'am <laughs> nothing nothing will so <laughs> sorry you got that right sis because uh absolutely mm -mm. <laughs> I, no I feel that can you tell us what it was like like, can you remember where you were mentally, spiritually, emotionally when you were building your company? Because like you said, entrepreneurship is a different beast. So talk mm -hmm. to us about that. Again, um, I was very anxious, nervous <laughs> and all that. But but I was very spiritually like strong. I, I pray a lot. I talk to God a lot. And I just... You know where I was. I was. I was always doing research. I was always um, looking for anything I, I thought about doing. I would research it. Mm -hmm. I would pray about it, and then it. You know what? It just seemed like it just kind of fell in my lap after that. Wow. So it's okay. so weird when people ask me about the journey and like, you know, is there something that you can tell someone else? <laughs> Stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, it's a little difficult because it just it just doesn't. It just seems like it just happened, you know. But um, yeah, I I, I was mentally everything was going so fast i was i felt prepared because of the prayer and i was it was it was like a a calming thing for me to be able to to create and to find it's like when you're searching for answers you're doing the research and you're like when things just start coming together i don't know if mm -hmm. that's for everyone but for me when stuff just starts coming together i get excited and i feel good and i'm like i'm on the right path you know what i'm saying yes that so alignment yeah, and so I, I mean, every step of the way, when things would fall into place for me, um, that just gave me more confidence and you know, just assurance. Like, yeah, I'm on the right path. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and so I felt f fulfilled. Um, yeah. But I also was still nervous. <laughs> I was always okay. nervous. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was so nervous. It was even the first time I had to go to the post office because I mean everything was like i just want to do everything right you know what i mean so it's like okay yeah. am i in the right line i'm like bugging people okay i did my stuff already so do i need to stand over here and i know mm -hmm. people are like girl this is the post office and i'm like no i gotta do it right you know like so but yeah i mean nervous but um i felt very um i don't know that's not the word i won't say accomplished i just felt good i felt like I was doing the right thing. The the whole well, I won't say the whole step, the whole way through. No, I didn't feel like that the whole way through. I felt like <laughs> there were moments that I didn't feel like that. But yeah, for the most part, 
I mean, God just got me through it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell us about like some intangible hurdles that you had to overcome. Like those things that nobody tells you about mm. starting a business. What are those oh. things? <laughs> The nervousness, the anxiousness. Uh, <laughs> and again, we reiterate the I nervousness, mean, the anxiousness. The, and I hate to even put that out there like, oh, you're such a nervous wreck. But, but I mean, it really, that, but that's the truth. And, and, you know, for anybody else, I would want them to know that it's okay. Yeah, that is very much something <laughs> to experience. But, um, hmm, honestly, there were a lot of things because for me, I'm a person that likes to know that I'm on the right path. So right. even though, you know, little things would fall in place and I was like, okay, bet that's, that's, that's where I'm supposed to be. You know what I mean? Um, there were times where like, for instance, you know, how people will say your first year in business is supposed to be this way. But if, if I'm falling short or if I'm not sure if I'm there yet, Right. there's no one to ask so it's kind of like just those things like checkpoints like is this okay am i in the right place is this normal like uh am i supposed to be this broke at this point in time <laughs> <Am I> <laughs> you know what i mean am i supposed to feel like quitting this early on you know stuff like that you that's know, real. It was, it was, yeah that's those are the things um and i think the imposter syndrome like that Ooh. those type of things just feeling like am I really doing what I'm supposed to do? And then the first time you get someone that's angry with you and you're yeah. like, <laughs> you're like, oh no, I gotta go. This is not it. I knew this wasn't right. I knew I wasn't supposed to be doing this. See? And oh, then, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's those things, you know, um, man, that you, no one can prepare you for, for those no. things, for those moments. Like just feeling like, am I good enough? Is this good enough? Are people going to like it enough? Um, and then if they don't like it, how do you handle that, those emotions that come with someone complaining or someone being angry? Um, and then it's also, yeah, that's the, the, the most of it right there. Yeah, it's, it's mm -hmm. a lot of responsibility, like you said before, especially mm -hmm. when you are like a service-based business, like you are providing a product or a service to someone. And, mm -hmm. you know, that dissatisfaction is inevitable it happens you're absolutely yeah. right and i really feel like that's a that's a part that no one ever talks about no one ever talks about that when it comes no. to business yeah and that's something you have to if if at all possible if it is possible at all that's something that i feel like people should be more prepared for is when something is wrong uh, i think that's when people a lot of times in business unfortunately i feel like that's when they actually mess up is <laughs> when something goes wrong and you don't yeah. know how to fix it yeah so that needs to be talked about more how do we prepare for that moment? How did you prepare for that moment? Like after it happened? Cause like, obviously you had to learn some trial and error. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Everything's trial and error. Mm -hmm. How did you so how... go? I'm sorry. I was gonna, how did you prepare or not? How did you pre prepare at this point? But how did you handle that? Like, what was that experience? Like that first customer, that first person who explained that they were dissatisfied with something? Well, um, I just really, what I do, and I feel like what makes me a little different from other people is I think about what I would want someone to do for me. Um, I think about the places that I frequent, you know, uh, that I shop at all the time, and I, I think about the customer service that they give to me. I mean, for me, it was it was pretty easy for me to deal with it because I was already doing, you know, my own stuff. Like, as a massage therapist, I did my, some of my own um, 
um, work. You know, I worked at a spa, but I could contract, you know, whatever. I could go out and do my own my own stuff as well. Mm -hmm. So I was always the customer service person for myself anyway. You know what I mean? Um, And so I kind of already had a, a, a good understanding of how to handle someone who's not happy. Um, but the first time I really just, I don't know. I think I feel like it's also a, um, like a, like a goal or something like it's okay. Well, this person is on 10 right now. Like my goal is to make them love me before we get off the phone. And so I, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's my goal is like to just talk people down. And so anyway, that first time I just gave the person their money back. Um, and that was, as, I mean, I don't think they expected that. And I think that that moment taught me do the unexpected, do what mm-hmm. someone does not expect. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, Cause nobody's giving people their money. <laughs> I'm just, so I'm sorry. That's usually most people's policy. They're like, no, no refunds. But when I did that, I think that taught me yeah, um, always do the unexpected because that can change the way someone responds to you and their outlook on black business, you know, because that, there's that the, the is issue. so true. Now, I'm not telling everybody if they have to bend, you know, over backwards and all that. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just saying that was for me a moment where I was like, ah, always do the unexpected. Good customer service always gets you a long way. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. It does. Well, it it does. It does. It's not easy. That's another thing I feel like people, um, I mean, I guess that goes along with what I was saying before, but yeah, that's definitely something people need to prepare for as much as possible. Just understanding that not everybody's going to like, you know, everybody's going to like your product, but you still have to be professional. And um, even after that, sometimes it's not going to solve the problem. We looking at you, hair braiders. (laughs) Oh my Lord. No, it's going to solve the problem. (laughs) You can try. At least try. Don't don't just get give up before you even you know right get the result. Mm-hmm. So Casey, you talk a lot about caring for the inside as mm-hmm. well as caring for the outside. Like and how mm-hmm. that. Hey baby, I hope you enjoyed part one of my conversation with the phenomenal Miss Casey B. Join me back here tomorrow, same time, same place, to hear part two. Also, baby, if you are not following us on TikTok and Instagram. Go ahead and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at The Hilt Podcast. And if you have any episode topics that you would like for us to cover, then leave us a comment and let us know what you want to see so we can talk about what you want to hear, baby. All right, now, in the meantime, you know what to do. Stay awesome and stay healing.